This newsletter was published on the 8th of December. The prompt is read by me, Sahani Gunathilaka, and the response is written by Eliza Sholley and read by Chelsea Srinivasan. Should I give him another chance? Three years ago, I broke up with my ex who I was with for five years. We lived together and had two dogs. Throughout our relationship, he often kept in touch with ex-girlfriends, even when I asked him to stop. Secret conversations were happening, but to my knowledge, he never met up with them. There were also two girls he worked with that I always felt he had chemistry with. I found this uncomfortable and discussed this at length with him. One night after a work Christmas party, these two girls went home together, had sex, filmed it, and sent it to him. I found out because I went through his phone, after sensing something happened the night before. He insisted nothing physical happened between them when we were together. However, when we broke up, he had short relationships with both of these girls. Fast forward to today, and we have been broken up for three years. He continues to come back into my life as a friend and we often have lunch and catch up on life. He has been going to therapy and now taking medication for his ADHD. He almost seems like a new person. His younger brother has recently gone through a difficult breakup with a similar situation to ours, except he was the one asking his girlfriend to stop the secret conversations with someone she was working with. My ex has reached out after many conversations with his brother, saying he now knows how I must have felt and has recognized how painful it must have been every time he ignored my request to stop talking to other girls. He's asked before about whether I am open to the idea of getting back together, and I have always brushed him off. But I'm starting to think that I should give him another chance. Am I trying to convince myself he has changed? The funny thing about going through a breakup like this is when the moment happened, you probably felt optimistic. The initial heartbreak was painful, of course, but thanks to his tomfoolery behind the scenes, you knew you were ultimately making the right decision. There are plenty more fish in the sea, you thought to yourself. Keen to get out, heal, and find someone new to swim with. But then, reality hits. Modern dating is grim. As you start to navigate this new territory, nothing seems to stick with anyone else. You feel your optimism slowly fade, and after three years of putting yourself out there, you put on the rose-coloured rear vision goggles and romanticise the relationship you once had. Was it really that bad at the time, you wonder? Even if it was, look at the changed man in front of you. He is doing the work, therapy and medication. Day by day, week by week, the version of him that hurt you seems further and further away. The remorseful man in front of you replaces him, clouding your judgment and insisting that you can make it work a second time around. From the sounds of it, he just might succeed. This is where I come in, an objective voice from beyond reminding you, anonymous that he did hurt you, he did gaslight you, and that information is enough for me to ask, nay beg, that you do not re-enter a romantic relationship with this man. One of the things that irks me the most about the ex you describe is that he seems to fall into the category of men who only care about things when they can contextualise them with people in their immediate circle. It's the Scott Morrison effect, who appeared to only empathise with sexual assault victims after considering how he, as a father, would want his daughters to be treated. I read a similar rhetoric in your column. The fact that now, and only now, after seeing his brother go through something similar, he decides to take a semblance of accountability tells me everything I need to know. I think one of the biggest reasons we feel so drawn to our exes is because of the intimate space they held in our lives. They were the person we were 100% vulnerable with, sharing our hopes, dreams, fears, and everything in between. If we spend time single and feel like we've lost that kind of intimacy, I can understand the allure of wanting to find that again in a familiar place. 
However, I think the alternative is more exciting. There's real magic that comes with developing these connections with someone new, when everything is fun, exciting, and a first. You stay awake until the early hours of the morning, eager to learn about the family holiday they took when they were nine, and the star signs of all their close friends. You'll cry to them about men from your past who knocked your confidence to a place where you felt the only option was to take them back. You won't be wondering whether it's right or not, because it'll be so intrinsically good that you won't spend that much time thinking about it. I really believe that there's more out there for you. He isn't the answer. Hello, guys. Mish here. I am the co-founder of Shameless Media. Thank you so much for giving us your ears and your mind and your time. We're so grateful. If you enjoy the stuff that we produce, may I recommend our brand new podcast, Style-ish. Style-ish, if you want to say it quickly. Style-ish, if you want to take the long way through it is our podcast for all things fashion, brand, business, and beauty. If that is in your wheelhouse, if you care about style content, you will love this show. It is, of course, more than just a show as well. It is a newsletter. It is an Instagram feed. It is a TikTok account. There is so much good stuff going out on Stylish every single day starting now. So in your favorite app, search for Style-ish. Give it a listen. Give it a follow. We are an independent media company and we would be so, so grateful for all your support. That's all for me, guys. Check out Stylish and have a good one.